Hello, and welcome to the Food Freedom Body Love Podcast. I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a licensed registered doctor of naturopathic medicine and the creator of the Food Freedom Body Love Method, a system for helping both adults and children make peace with their bodies, weight, and relationship with food so they can pursue health in the most relaxed and enjoyable way. Hey, and welcome back to the Food Freedom Body Love podcast. I'm Jillian Murphy. I am a naturopathic doctor and I work with women. I work with men too, a smaller number of men, but I love working with men. And I work a lot with children around making peace with food and bodies. And my perspective is essentially that the healthiest thing that we could ever do for ourselves is learn to eat in a pleasurable, flexible, enjoyable way and to move in a pleasurable, flexible, enjoyable way and to appreciate the body that we're in with the understanding that our bodies come in many different shapes and sizes and children in particular grow and gain weight in many different ways. And so that's the foundation of my philosophy. That's how I work. And many of you do know that I work with kids. I love working with kids. And I always think it's interesting because I don't actually work with the children, right? Like I work on feeding issues with children, but I'm always working with the adults just to like clarify that. I don't have kids in my office. I'm always working with the mom, the dad, the healthcare provider, or sorry, the care provider, the guardian. And we work on the same things that I do with adults when it comes to making peace with food and body. Um, But the tactics are just a little bit different because children are, are small people and they're not fully developed. And so we really have to meet them where they're at. But today I want to talk about one of the struggles or one of the issues that we can bump up against when we are trying to help our children when it comes to food and weight and body. And and what that struggle is, is this very interesting back and forth clashing between two things as parents that we're always struggling with. One of which is changing our children. And so, you know, we are supposed to change our children a bit as they grow, right? We teach them manners. We teach them you know, some forms of appropriate communication. We teach them how to manage emotions. You know, we, we change them in the raising of them and we help to mold them and, and grow them. So that's one thing as a parent that we're always working on. And the second thing as a parent that we're always working on is trying to accept our children and celebrate them and allow them to be who they are with their own values and interests and growth and development and personalities. And so, you know, I think that I am very aware of this struggle regularly when something comes up at school or with a friend or when it comes to food and growth with my children, it's like, how much do I want to interfere and change them? And how much do I want to accept them? And how do I make the right choices and balance so that my kids don't end up complaining about me in therapy later in life? <laughs> Which is like inevitable, but you know. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about why I think that the division of responsibility which is the perspective or the the method that I work with with children is so beautiful for helping balance these two things. Let's go. So to start with an example that's like really kind of far away from the food and body thing, uh, my kids were at tennis camp this week and one of my daughters encountered 
some girls that were really mean and they were doing really interestingly aggressive things, you know, like, Hey, could you pass my friend her water bottle? And then my daughter would pick up the water bottle and pass it. And as she was holding it, they'd be like, why are you touching my friend's belongings? Are you stealing it? Like, you know, just sort of like interestingly aggressive behavior. And so I'm hearing her telling me about the things that had happened at camp. And there's part of me that's feeling really proud because she doesn't seem to be that emotionally affected by the behavior of these girls. Um, But, you know, I'm a curious mom. And so I started to ask more questions as the stories got bigger and longer and, you know, about her part in it. And I came to realize that, like, as this aggressive, manipulative behavior continued, um, my daughter actually started inflaming it a little bit. So I could tell that she was, again, interestingly unaffected by this aggressive behavior and finding it quite amusing and deciding to actually like get these girls going a little bit because they could be so aggressive. So, you know, it started, it was being directed at her and then she started inflaming it, which, you know, really falls in line with her personality. (laughs) So I'm trying to like negotiate or sorry, not negotiate, navigate this situation and I need to change her. I need to, you know, change is maybe not quite the right word. I need to, to lead her or guide her in the places where she's inflaming and making this worse. But then I also really want to celebrate her because again, she's, it's this very incredible resilience to have people who are, you know, making comments about your appearance and, um, making it seem as though you're, you're stealing things from them and you're touching things that you shouldn't be doing. And she just seems completely unaffected by it. Like, she's just like, they're ridiculous. Like, you know, I just said to them, you amuse me. And so I want to celebrate that. I want to celebrate the resilience, but not congratulate the parts of the situation that she was really inflaming. So it's this whole back and forth in my brain. Right. And the, you know, it's like, I'm like a duck. We're on the surface. It, everything looks very calm, but underneath my feet are pedaling like crazy because I'm just in my mind, like, okay, where do I say like, no, this is not appropriate redirect. And where do I celebrate? And how do I get that message out in a way that's clear and makes sense and guides her and shifts her thinking, but celebrates her. You know, it's just, this is just one example of like several instances a day where I am trying to make the decision about how much to shift or change or guide and how much to celebrate and accept. And that to me is actually like the work of parenting. And when it comes to food, it can get really tricky because especially if you are a mom who is listening, many of the women of my age and older and a little bit younger Um, I think things are shifting ever so slightly, but I think that definitely this, my generation, um, we have our own food and body issues and they're big and there aren't very many people like, you know, there are some people who will have sensitive trigger some feelings around bullying or around competition or around, you know, we all have our, our little wounds, but when it comes to food and body, it's almost like across the board that there's some kind of sensitivity or wound that exists for us that makes this discerning and deciding between celebrating and accepting versus shifting, guiding, changing our children even more difficult. And so when we have a child who is at a weight that we think is inappropriate, it can trigger us. When we have a child that seems to want more sugar or processed food than we think is appropriate, it can trigger us. When we have a child who, you know, won't eat meat, but we want them to, or we want them not to eat meat, and they want to eat it, you know, like there's all of these, 
we have we tend to hold some really strong values around food and exercise and body and it can be and and some and some big wounds and it can be very triggering for us when our children don't match or they when they seem to be going in the wrong direction and it can be really easy to jump in and make inappropriate decisions when it comes to that balance of change versus acceptance and so this is just a food for thought episode really but I also just want to point out that the division of responsibility this method that I work with is absolutely perfect because the structure of the method, the way that it is laid out, the way that it encourages parents to work, it it balances those things out for you, right? So for anyone who isn't as familiar with my work, and you can go back and listen to the whole series on kids, but the division of responsibility is that parents are responsible for the what, when, and where of feeding. So you get to choose the food and how you cook it and where you serve it and when you serve it. So this is the changing of the children or the guiding or the leading or the educating, however you want to think about it. This is where we impose through modeling, not through words, the values that we hold and our understandings of nutrition and culture and socialization. This is where we get to to cover that end of the spectrum. And then when it comes to acceptance and celebration, once the food's on the table, the children's end of the division of responsibility is if they eat and how much. So they get to decide from the foods that are on the table. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot more detail to this. Email me hello at foodfreedombodylove.com if you want me to work with you on any feeding issues you're having with your children, because there's a lot more detail and nuance to this, but this is the foundation of it. Um, Children decide what they're going to eat based on, you know, they get to, you put on the table, whatever you're going to put on, they decide what they're going to eat and if they're going to eat and how much they eat. And so this is where we have to start to accept if children have smaller appetites or bigger appetites, if they're going to choose the meat or not choose the meat, if they're going to eat the green vegetable or not eat the green vegetable with the understanding before anybody panics that children have their whole childhoods to learn to eat the way that you do and the way that, um, you believe is correct. And if you stick to the division of responsibility, they are very, very, very likely by the time they're adults to eat the way that you eat without any pressure or coercion or arguing. And again, what's so beautiful about it is it really, I feel like balances um, this acceptance and celebration of who our children are and how they grow and what they like and what their tendencies are as humans while still maintaining that ability to guide and instruct and shift and change. Um, Again, I don't know if change is exactly the right word, but I think it gets the point across um, who they are and how they grow up. So that's the episode for today. Carry on. Good luck with this. If you are a parent, you know, I feel for you in this ongoing struggle, but just know that in a, in a situation that can be incredibly triggering and challenging, um, that the work that I will do with you for your children will alleviate that you needing to figure that out in your brain. It doesn't mean that there isn't still work to do. There will still be work to do, but that angsty part of the work will be taken care of for you. Okay. That's it for today. Have an amazing day. 